Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome back to The Change Room with Rod and Leslie. We are super excited to be here, as you can tell by all my sing-songing already. As you know, in this podcast, what we love to do every single week is take big, giant, meaty, juicy topics and break them down into tiny little bite-sized chunks all in an effort to help ourselves and hopefully some of you through the process of change. Now, because this is our first episode back after a little bit of a summer vacation, we thought we'd talk today a little bit about holding on to that vacation glow, that yummy feeling after vacation when you feel super chill and like everything's possible and you've had all these cool ideas. How do we hold onto that, even when we get back into life's routine. Rod, my friend, yeah. what do you want to add into the mix? Oh, well, is it, I, is, this is like the quintessential moment where we think of the, the changes we want to make in our lives for yes. more fulfillment to achieve that. This is what I really want to be doing with my days type of dreams that come out of the yes. vacation. Uh or when after coming back from a vacation and and how long does it take we could probably put a counter a countdown clock to when those dreams go away and you're back into the routine yeah because i think we picked this topic when we were both feeling that glow after our vacation and we thought oh we got to hold on to this yeah. So I almost feel like we're doing a little test for ourselves even, because that was about maybe, what, two weeks ago, let's say? Yeah. And yes. now we're doing a little test to see, <laughs> did we? Have we? Can we? Well, and I even, okay, so <laughs> let me dive into this, because then I was like, I'm not going to let this go. It's like the, I'm trying to, I, I've probably seen this in the movie. It's like, you have this memory and the memory's going to go away. You have to fight hard to hold on to it. Yes. Um, and that was like me with my, these are the things that I want to keep doing or change in my day to day that I think is going to be, I'm going to have more fulfillment and then what the dream to the future. So w- let's, I, I think one thing to acknowledge is it was the first vacation for me in like a year and a half. Right. And so. And you uh, went away away, which is pretty cool. Yes. Like, got on a plane and went away. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So even, I mean, even last summer, I think I did a week off last summer. But, you know, the staycation is, uh, it's not really the same kind of feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that was And I was lucky enough to go up to a friend's cottage, which completely was on a lake, a swim every day. Like it was a complete break from, I don't know that I'm ready yet to get on a plane rod. If I'm totally honest with you, I'm super (laughs) proud of you that you did it. But for me, driving up north and going to a beautiful, uh, beautiful cottage was, was my break and just allowed me to get out of life's routines. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, so that's number one is that that vacation break is get get out of the routines, do something like swimming every day. Hey, is that Mm. something? Do you do you did you do that before? Like non vacation swimming? What? I love swimming. So now that there are now that the pools are open here in Toronto, I'm back to swimming every week. Is that what you mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's. Yeah, I love being in water. Yeah. I realized for me that this is a 
thing I don't want to say like a weakness for mine like it's so absorbed in the weekly tasks is like the time for myself just shrinks and shrinks and shrinks and things like going swimming every week or whatever just disappears the, the availability of that time but when on vacation uh, like for example for me it's more time in the day and able to take in these these things that I always love to do like so for one for me is um, um, just taking the moment to it's not meditate so it's it's not it's allowing myself to think about things but yeah. not be having like anything pressing to do in that moment it's just allow the mind to remember things you're worth wanting to do to get done and getting organized oh, like daydream a bit but yeah. in a productive way like productive daydreaming rod i yes. think we just invented something <laughs> yes i've never heard that exactly that's exactly it it's productive productive daydreaming, daydreaming. so you're I, welcome everybody i love i'm gonna oh yeah. i love productive daydreaming i don't but, think i do enough of that keep going with your story though you know yeah. me when i get excited so that's like example number one of Yes. Uh, time on vacation allowed me to do that. And then when I got back, I'm like, I cannot let my day just get you know, like knocked over the head with a sledgehammer with all these different things without yeah. some point of this productive daydreaming. Of course, the challenge is where do I put that in? And But that's what I'm fighting to yes. do to like a change that I wanted to. One of the examples. Yeah, I think for me, the I really... I really know I feel better when I'm in water. And so having that whole week where I could swim every single day and sometimes twice a day be in the water and not like, you know, not for hours and hours, but just be in that kind of space. It really got me committed when I came back to thinking, okay, how do I make time for this? How do I make sure that I can at least once a week have this feeling. And I was, I was, because, you know, I talk to strangers all the time. I was in the, I was in the change room this week after the swim and this woman who, you know, and they've done a great job of spreading everybody out and all the things. I hear this like, <sighs> sigh of satisfaction and relief and I said to her because you know again talk to strangers oh yeah. I know exactly how you feel and she said I don't know what it is but when I can swim twice a week my depression goes away yeah. and I thought well that is just like that is exactly that's exactly it finding that thing that you can still hold on to in your case productive daydreaming in my case spending time in water it really helps yeah. not that it's easy to always do it and not that like you know, we don't have to make hard choices of sacrifices of this or that kind of a thing, because often that's what it means and what it takes. Mm -hmm. But it's so good when we do it. Oh, yeah. And it's the kind of thing that you, you could, if you were pressed and you didn't have the time, you go, oh, I'll skip it now. And maybe in that moment, you don't, it doesn't suddenly go to zero of like your mood because you skipped it. But it's the accumulative or you know yes it's the thing you just know if i do this i'll be in a good space and if i let it slip uh i won't yeah, yeah. and there's almost yeah there's almost something of realizing that chain that once you break that behavior chain it's yeah. you know it can take a while to build it back up again yeah so i got i got two uh, 
the, one of the things about the vacation that made me feel it's it was kind of like the New Year's situation, and we ta- talked about mm. it before after last New Year's. Like, what is it about the New Year that makes us think about do betters and resolutions? Right, right. There's a little bit of that, and so I I found myself doing a list of these things that I just want to do day to day, the simple stuff that I I frankly could have done this list at any point in time. I just this. It's this mode of being inspired of like, I want to make my days better. Uh, and uh, so things like l- exercise and yeah. this, okay, just go with this. Don't judge me. Clean, cleaning something on my list. Why would I judge you for that? That's adorable. <laughs> I wouldn't judge you for that, for goodness like, I'm not sake. not a clean freak at all. But uh, there's like this satisfaction. I have there's a satisfaction. Yes. Every day. And so the, of course, these are the things that I could have put anytime. There's nothing special about the vacation that made me know this. It was just the, okay, I want my days to be just a little, or recognizing what you said around like the swimming. It's like, I know if I do this, it just gives me that little uh, positivity boost. So I used our, our trick of making a really small, like I've, I've, a minimum objective for each of those, which is tiny. Yeah. It's just, it's like 10 push-ups, and then I'm, that's the minimum, which is super easy to do. And so, and then... Uh, I can't even do one push-up for the record, so, <laughs> but you know. Be, but that's but the, I understand what you're saying. Setting yeah. that minimum goal and being like, I'm going to do this. Right. And knowing that... Whether it it's steps in a day or cleaning or whatever. Sorry? Yeah. That's... Right, it, it, exactly, whatever it is. Uh, but super small, just knowing, because well, uh, if you do the little, you're likely to do a little bit more than the minimum. But be satisfied yeah. with the absolute, just something. I was thinking about that as we started talking today, and I hadn't thought about it in our in our chat on Friday. Just this, there's a balance to be had here too of, of what you're saying of by you know that the bite-sized chunks approach that we always like to take in this podcast which is to say I think if we set these goals and they're big and ginormous we're setting ourselves up for guaranteed failure yeah and so by being really free with ourselves and gentle and kind and recognizing what really is possible like I could go whole hog and say I'm gonna go swimming three times a week I know I can't fit that into my life yeah like I just I just know it's so once a week and I am a happy camper. And so finding that balance for ourselves also, I think, is a way to come back and hold on to that freedom that your brain seems to feel on vacation. Mm-hmm. And that openness is just being, you know, realistic about what we can do and what the threshold is. <laughs> like what the maybe this is another idea, but sort of the minimum threshold for happiness. Like what do I need yeah. to do in order to be like in order to feel a positive impact of this thing? What's that threshold? Let me find that. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm gonna do things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My happiness threshold. Yeah. That's a good I just made I, up I, a new th- another thing. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Ring the bell. We need a bell. Ding, ding, ding. I know. I, we do. We do. I'm so excited by my happiness threshold. Because I feel like swimming's helping me find it. Yeah. Well, th- I guess that's the, that is the change that is the post-vacation. It's like, hey, I enjoyed getting out of the grind of the day-to-day vacation. <sighs> Breathe out. Like, oh, it's great. I don't want to get back into that grind. How do I 
tweak the yeah. things that I'm doing to get to that happiness threshold. That's the change that we're talking about, really, this post-vacation. Like, how do we keep the dreams alive? Or Indeed. Or keep that positive vibe alive. <sighs> but sometimes there, there is so, actually, uh, that was a, maybe a Freudian slip, because I think the other, as you said, about keeping the dreams alive is because I think, th- for me at least, there's another side to vacations which does uh, tap into dream, like the... Mm. if I could like magic wand and design my life to do whatever I want, you know, it's like, if I won the lottery, what would uh, I do? Yeah. And then maybe the lottery is not money, but the lottery is like ability to make, (laughs) you know, what I want to (gasps) do. I want to win that lottery. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, I don't know. Do you, do you find that? Do you start thinking of like, Oh, what's 10 years from now doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, like it's kind of, I think for me, um, what would I have more time to do? Like, cause I think that is the, that money isn't the hot commodity. (laughs) I think time is the hot commodity. And so, you know, what would I, what would I make more time for, have more time for if I like, if I was living my dream life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, and then how do you, so for me, a big part of that would be music, right? Like I used to work, I actually used to work four days a week, Rod, way before you and I knew each other. Really? And uh, yeah. And so on Friday mornings, this was my Friday every day. I was the most blessed human being alive. I played two hours of chamber music, piano quartets, which is like, oh, as good as it gets. And then I would see my therapist also amazing and the i would go straight from uh quartets to see my therapist and then i would go home and i would teach yoga can you imagine oh a better gosh. day that's awesome and then you yeah. had saturday and sunday and then i After. had saturdays and sundays oh. and so like when i dream of that like dream that's what i look at is how do wow. i How do I have that? Because that was like, that was, and my current version of that, it may not look exactly like that anymore, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, what would that look, sound and feel like? And how do I make Mm. more time for those things that I really love, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, well, the four day work week is another topic to talk about change and how that would change our, aside from working one day less, but like how we, approach our life because of what we're able to do like things like that i've that has the four-day thing has come up recently i can't i think somewhere like iceland or or someone place like that uh has switched to the four yeah they they tested it out yeah i don't think it'll ever fly in north america if i'm honest ronde but uh i you know it's um I just think we have such a productivity bent in our yeah. culture that yeah. it would be hard for that to yeah, to totally. really take hold, to yeah. really take hold. Yeah, yeah. that definitely would be a culture change. Let's put it that way. It would, that would, then they'd really need us some honest to goodness, good old fashioned change management, not for mm-hmm. the people working necessarily, but for, <laughs> for all the, the leaders who are having to believe that productivity can still happen in a four day week, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Even, well, that's maybe a whole other discussion. Cause I would say even me, I find to get into the flow that we're talking about, I have to get immersed, which also involves 
spending a lot of time at work. Like it doesn't just happen in a short period of time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah we are talking about reconnecting with flow, aren't we? At the mm-hmm. at the core of all of this, it's about how do we find, how do we make. Because on vacation, I think if if it's a lovely vacation, then you're yeah. in one is in a state of flow. That is the magic, and mm-hmm. so it's how do we keep creating that over time? Yeah. Can I tell you a st- another story of my cottage vacation? I yes. don't think I told you this one yet. So I bought. I haven't. I used to do puzzles with my mom when I was a kid. Loved puzzles. Loved, loved, loved. So I thought, okay, well, I've got five days at a cottage. I'm going to buy a thousand piece puzzle. Uh-huh. No problem. I don't know what I was thinking, Rod. I really don't. And so we dumped the puzzle out on the kitchen. It's ginormous. We dumped the puzzle out on the kitchen table. And my friend who I travel with has no interest in puzzles. So really, it's just me. I hoodwinked him into giving me some help with the edges. But other than that, it was me. And I was getting so, like on the first day, I was so like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to finish this puzzle. And the second day, I really wasn't very far. And I thought, okay, the only way I'm going to finish this puzzle is if all I do on this vacation is, is puzzle. this puzzle and that is not what i came here to do we came to hike and swim and yeah. kayak and all the things and so i had to really like shift my mindset to be okay with the idea of not finishing Ooh. and yeah because like that with the perfectionist in me was really not having it the idea of not finishing this puzzle yeah but the person in me who wanted to enjoy other things than the puzzle uh, like really was like, please just let go of the idea that you have to get this thing done. And you want to hear a cool thing that is really, I don't know if this is too woohoo, but I'm sharing it anyway. <laughs> when I was sat at the puzzle and I was looking at the pieces, if I, if my mind was set on finishing, I could never find pieces that I was looking for. If my mind was set on the process of sitting meditatively at a picture and finding pieces that go together. Pieces would just magically appear and I would start putting them together. I know that sounds crazy. But when I focused on the process, on just like the experience of doing the puzzle, it was a lot more smooth. And when I focused on must finish, must get it done, yeah, I couldn't find pieces to save my life, ah. and I was sat in front of the same puzzle, looking at the same pieces. Like it was, it was such an interesting. I mean, n of one study, yeah, but yeah. still, <laughs> but it taught me a lot in like how often I focus on sort of finishing and and getting to that perfect yeah. either performance or meeting at work or you know whatever it is yeah versus that whole process and the universe keeps giving me this lesson rod like mm. the universe keeps showing me this whole process over finish line lesson and uh it's we just... did it again at the cottage it was kind of fun nice okay hold on i gotta ask you what's your what's your puzzle strategy puzzle piece strategy there's there are at least two ways two strategies I do not have a puzzle piece strategy, right? Oh, well, I just okay. went in. Okay, had there's all three. The there's I- there's two strategies and then there's no strategy. <laughs> What's the strategy? <laughs> well, okay, one one strategy is the well, okay, hold on. Like one strategy is, is simply look at the piece and think about it and, and go like I think it's somewhere around here. Like you just kind of Okay, so I did some of that. I didn't know it was a strategy, but I did some of that, yes. Like this clearly looks like it's in the top right based on the colors and the patterns and this. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So my my puzzle strategy is like 
I'm like scientific. This piece has this little line on it. I find that little line on the box, like on the picture, and I that's how I connect pieces to where. So, for example, if it's an ocean and it's all blue, like it's hopeless, that always comes at the end because I there's no markings on it, but. I, I find the marking from the piece to the picture and then like place it there. Fast, but isn't that the sort of the same thing? Well, no, there's a, there's, well, on one spectrum is you're not looking really, you're kind of looking at the picture, but you're not looking at the detail. You're like, hold on, oh, this little I gray see. shade looks like a different color gray than that. Oh, so I think be. I do it that way. I think I do it in the like, sort of that green looks like that green and therefore yeah (laughs) who even knew that there are puzzle strategies oh yeah and that so i right you're just letting your mind open up and take off the the pressure of deadlines and allowing the connections to come yeah yeah that's what i've been trying to do that a little bit here like i've been trying to you know, as we're back trying to think about, okay, when am I focused on the finish line versus on the process to get me there? Like, how am I doing that in other ways? And how yeah. do I let that go? Because I was really happy when I let the notion of finishing go, but I would also revert between the both states. Like I was sometimes like must finish. Sometimes yeah. this is really fun. Must yeah, finish. Yeah. I was not having fun when I was thinking this must, I must finish. <laughs> That was not fun. I can state that clearly. <laughs> there was a lot of pressure. The, the other thing with puzzles is letting them go is hard because I'm, aren't you like, okay, I'm going to do five more pieces and then I'm going to go join everybody and like stop doing Oh, this. totally. I'm that Maybe person. Five, totally. Like, I'm that person. Oh, no, I'll just do five more after that. <laughs> yes. No, it's addictive. There is an addictive nature to it, especially yeah. if you find a bunch all of a sudden in rapid succession that go together and you kind of feel like, ooh, I to something i'm gonna get this done yeah that's right that's right so that's the that's the uh the joys of the the vacation is that it allows your mind to open up maybe this is that's the leslie once again the metaphor to the discussion is the the focused on the deadline is the work brain and then they opened up just let it come and connect the dots is the vacation brain and how much you, you actually are getting to your goal and it's, you're, it's better. You're having more fun. I know. But like, I, I can't, I couldn't believe I learned that from puzzle doing. <laughs> but like, it really felt like a very applicable to life kind of yeah. metaphor. It really yeah. did. Like, I, I, I really, and, and then I thought, woo, like, how, what a cool, I don't know what made me think I should do a puzzle. I don't know what made me, you know, go and buy, like, I don't know. Yeah. It was fun. It was fun. Oh, cool. So one, but so now I'm just trying to remember it in, <laughs> in real life when I'm back at, at doing everything in life that we do when we're back in our routines, right? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's the magic. Yeah, yeah. So one, I maybe another uh, thinking about vacation story as we come to the end of today's episode. So I, I've told you before I do a, I keep a journal. 
which I, I was looking at my journal and I really have not done a great job in the last two years. <laughs> so it's like when it goes from like February and then the next entry is like November, like and <laughs> all through. And I was looking at it. I was like, wow, that was like, geez, a lot happened. You know, we COVID, uh, <laughs> whatever, this thing, this, all this different stuff. But I do um, try to, uh, after every vacation, kind of, capture what we did like in a day by day like on this day we went here oh i love that yeah and uh um of course i don't i think to do it in the moment and i'm doing it like three weeks later so the memory gets a little bit fuzzy but i look back at the other the best part is i can look back at the the past vacations and this is one thing i noticed like even though um it's been years since like when i the dialogue that I'm saying to myself around the, what do I want to change in my life or what do I want to do differently? Or what are the dreams? They all come back to the same thing. So that, that this was the other realization I had is like, we have these dreams. We, we can put them away because we practically don't think it's going to happen, but they don't go anywhere. Really? They just, they come back up the next time you allow your brain to open up and, and be free of the, the deadlines of the, of the day. And so then at some point it's like, do you, so the question is like, when do you uh, take that and, and do you respect it? Or just maybe perhaps I should use the rain thing is just recognize it and accept it. Don't try to push it away. Don't try to judge it. Don't feel the need yeah. to act on it. I'm self uh, therapy, doing self therapy here with you, Leslie, but but I think you're right, Rod. And I, I really do. I mean, you know, I've been obsessed with the RAIN model ever since we first talked about it, even though I have a hard time always remembering what the A stands for. But I think you're right. But I I don't know. I don't want to give up on those dreams either. I think I, it's how do we figure out how to take the dream components and let them be part of our lives now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so I think the rain is helpful because we don't want to feel sad that we're not doing the whole thing. But I think you're right. Our soul is always asking for something like there is a there is a consistency mm-hmm. to what is going to bring us happiness throughout the course of our lives. Maybe it gets clearer and more in focus as we get older, but mm-hmm. I think it's there the whole time. And so I think it's tapping into little pieces of that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, listen, for anyone who's like a parent of young kids and all that stuff, you're probably not going to have time for any of this. (laughs) But once your kids are grown up and once you have a little bit more freedom, tapping into those things. I love that you that you have all those journals to go back to, Rod. I think that that's so awesome. Um, But tapping back into that and being aware of what are the little bite-sized chunks of those things, whether it's swimming once a week or whether it's, you know, going for bike rides or walking the dog every day or, you know, whatever it is, but staying connected with those little bite-sized chunks, I think is a part of a way to satisfy that part of you that wants that thing with, even if you can't, you know, we can't all quit our jobs and run off and join the circus. So what does yeah, it yeah. look like in a, in a responsible, um, you know, real life kind of way? Yeah. Such great advice, Leslie. 
You are on fire today. <laughs> like a month of I don't know. You know what it is? I That's <laughs> it. I missed you so much. I missed our conversation so much. I'm so glad to be geeking it out and talking about all this stuff with you again. I have really missed it. That is the power, honestly, though, of also taking a break. Yeah. Is that right. it makes you realize how much you miss the person and miss yeah. the thing. and. You know, even for me, when I got back to work, I'd missed my team so much. I loved seeing everybody again, even though it's still all virtual, but like mm -hmm. reconnecting and hearing whatever, like I love all of that. And and the same here with you, obviously, in mm -hmm. such a deep and personal way. I love talking about all this stuff with you. I love me it. Me too. Me too. It makes my heart so happy. Yeah, me too. And now I know what to call my productive brainstorming or no daydreaming, yeah. productive daydreaming. Oh, but you can also call it productive brainstorming. It could be that oh. too, although that sounds a little worky to me. Yeah, I like daydreaming better because yeah, it's like more of a permission to do something that we used to do as kids. But as adults, it seems like a little tisk tisk if we yes. take time to yeah. just properly daydream. Yeah. It's good to be back, my friend. Yeah, it is good. This is good. So welcome to season two. This is the beginning. I know, right? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we even have a plan my friends we have I a know. plan who knows Watch we may out. switch things up we may switch things up because you know sometimes we get together on a sunday morning and we were like i feel like we should talk about this this happened and then we do it <laughs> but we do we even have a plan it's exciting yeah awesome thanks rod thanks everybody for listening today it's good to have you all back yeah, we hope you had yours. a really great summer or at least month of august as well all right. Thanks very much, Leslie. Thanks, Rod. Okay. Bye, Bye, everybody. Bye.